0: And there's a whole other issue, this whole other topic about um, intimacy and relationships. What do they mean? Uh, a lot of times, whether we realize it or not, we create a bond with people that we have become physically intimate with. And uh, I realize that and uh, it's clingy, it's upsetting, it's very possessive, and it's not justified in any way, because by all accounts, you know nothing about this other person that you just had sex with, you know nothing about their past, their story, what got them to this point in time, you know nothing about their fears or worries or hopes and dreams, you know absolutely nothing which is actually one of the concerns about moving an ONS, which is a one night stand into a regular fling, FWB type of search, and then maybe into a relationship are the dangers about, you know, intimacy first, getting to know each other later, because we are a very, uh, Nairobi is a big bedroom, quite frankly, it is. And, you know, sex is the language of the streets. It's the language that everybody is speaking to get to know each other better. I mean, it didn't used to be like this in the past. I don't think I grew up in such a world, but I am in Nairobi eight hours a day, six days a week, and let me tell you, um, it's a madhouse. You see people who are beautifully dressed going places. You can't understand, people are immaculate, people are, I don't know when Nairobi, Nairobi um, glowed up this much. People just be looking good out here in Nairobi. And then, you know I do pharma, you know I'm a farm tech, so I'm in the pharmacy. Uh, you get to see condoms being bought, lube being bought, you get to see different kind of patients coming in, some needing uh, combined oral contraceptives, the oral ones. Some of them are using, you know, the depots. Others are using IUDs and all that shit. People are getting woke that, yes, I love and enjoy sex, but I'm also caring about my future and how I want to move on. So that is Nairobi for you. So this is the real the reality of life in Nairobi right now. People are doing one-night stands. Everywhere you meet, people are having threesomes, OGs, sex parties. All this shit is happening in Nairobi right now. So, in fact, props to them, props to my patients, to my clients who come to the counter to buy a condom or to buy doob or any of these things. Because it shows that they are mature. They're going about this in a mature and responsible way. They don't want to make mistakes. They don't want to get sick. They don't want to get someone else sick. They don't want to get pregnant they don't want to get someone else pregnant unexpectedly so it's a very mature way of going about things what i've seen in Nairobi right now i cannot say that uh i cannot give advice to prudes anymore because personally i myself am not a prude. i love sex so there's no way i'm gonna be practicing you know something else from what i'm preaching we have to, we have to use our heads now. Yes, the tide moves us and we flow with the tide, but I don't know. If the, if you don't want the tide to move you, you won't let it. So maybe you can make better decisions. At least in your head, you're not going to be chasing a fantasy. You're going to be seeing what is re- like really right ahead in front of you. And not get swept up in the hype. Start making stuff. Stupid, silly decisions, commitments, attachments that you know for a fact aren't really going to go anywhere, but you just acquiesce because of the tide. No, I believe we are greater than the tide that is put upon us by society, by what people expect from us. What this one needs, what that one stand needs, you just need to be mature and responsible because if you make a bad choice. It's not just them you'll be hurting, but also yourself. If you know you cannot commit, that you are not the commitment type, best say up front that I'm I'm here for a good shag, and that's it. Yes, we can shoot the shit. Yes, we can pop some shots. We can, you know, you know, all that shit that, uh, lovers do. But uh, intimacy, um, do you even have the time? Do I have the time? Do we have the time? I mean. Everybody's trying to get paid in Nairobi, you just don't have the time to sit on your ass 24 hours a day texting someone, calling someone, wanting to know what they are, what they are, what they're doing, who they're doing it with. I think we're too grown up for that shit. That's shit that teenagers do and we're not teenagers anymore. I mean... It is what it fucking is. You have to grow up sometimes. You have to realize that just because something is nice doesn't mean that it is fucking beneficial. So you don't have to latch on to it. You know, there is tier one, tier two, tier three level kind of friends and sexual partners. Don't go about expecting tier one level expectations from a tier three fling. It's just not going to work it's not gonna work a tier one fling is kind of like the one and a tier three fling is where you just like we're tonight and we're never gonna meet again or see each other again and if we do we're gonna politely nod to each other and walk separate directions day this does not get spoken out spoken about in the time of day you know boom 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 so there's no way you're gonna be sitting down Expecting tier one level expectations from a tier one, from a tier three fling is just not gonna work. No way. No fucking way. We all need to grow up on that front and just need to know how to manage our expectations when it comes to flings because um great sex moves you yes it does and it can move you, move you to a point where you want that great sex again and again and again i mean for you it's just good sex but you know this is another person feelings emotions they have to be put on the table especially because you are going about such an intimate endeavor you know if it was a business or if it was friendship or whatnot you don't need to talk about these things as much because you know it's natural, it's casual, there's no big expectation from it. But from a sexual relationship, from a hookup perspective, um, you guys are sharing each other's bodies. So, meaning if any of you is to have any proclivities or anything that is hindering your performance, clearly it's gonna affect you know performance there in the bedroom. So, in as much as we do not want you to form like a deep and intimate relationship you all need to be comfortable enough to have candid talks with each other about this and that especially if it's like you know uh especially for you know females because they have so much going on with their bodies there's the menstrual cycle and this and that and if things are not matched up well you know period sex is definitely uh it's a good it's good for some it's bad for others personally i just don't want to talk about that shit it's not for me so no but y'all need to have these kinds of conversations you can't just be making assumptions you know or pulling up at each other's doors at 10 p.m and then pulling out just before midnight i mean I, i guess it works for some but for me no not really it's not feasible So, we have to look like, moving forward, is there anything that can be brought to the table by managing our expectations from these, like, flings and how to make them better moving forward? Because if you're not a commitment type of guy or or girl and you love sex, it's definitely going to be a conundrum because everybody's going to want to tie you down, but you don't want to be in a relationship, you just want to fuck, so it's so tricky and i mean who am i who is anyone to judge you for wanting not to be in a relationship it means relationships are fucking messy who even has the time so how do we make decisions moving forward is it better communication is it having made your options and just making your part of your options and having them no, have, having them let you know of their options so that you can see a way to go about things in an adult way or do we just like cling to each other and fall in love with the three without it really going anywhere what do you think about it let me know